From antiquity to modern financial systems, gold is a global commodity. Hedge against inflation. A versatile metal with unique industrial applications. Around the world, gold mining has had a rich history of booms and busts. Prospectors have spanned the globe looking for it. Nations have gone to war for it. Northwestern Canada is proving to be one of the richest places in the world for it. The Golden Triangle in northwestern British Columbia is the richest area by far for gold and silver in all of Western Canada. And there's new deposits that are being discovered every year. Uh, some of the richest mines anywhere in the world, including the richest mine in the modern era, are located in the Golden Triangle. Uh, Ascot's premier deposit is one of these. Spectacular gold and silver grades were mined as early as 1918, including direct shipping gold, silver ore for the first 10 years or so. They mined all the way into the 1940s and 1950s as the, one of the largest mines in North America, uh, producing 2.2 million ounces of gold and about 40 million ounces of silver from multiple underground mines. Mining in the Golden Triangle is resurging with new innovative projects developing in the first part of the 21st century. Local gold towns such as Stewart, BC and Hyder, Alaska are ready to go back to doing what they do best, mine. Modern engineers and geologists are working hard to discover more gold and develop plans to get it out of the ground. Well, first of all, when you come into a mine site, if you're gonna stick around, you gotta be half crazy. You come in, you drill, you blast, you make your portal safe. The beginning of a mine is always a very dangerous part. The timbering, you're, you're trying to get under there without getting anyone hurt. So when you first come in, it's a matter of getting the portal established and then getting under there where you can kind of get to work and start your cycles. The prospect of new mines opening gives tremendous hope to see a resurgence and opportunity, not only for Stewart, BC, but Hyder, Alaska, and also people of the Nishka First Nation. From its humble beginnings as a gold developer to its expansive reach as a gold producer, Ascot is ready to construct the next generation of mines. So Ascot has taken the approach of going to areas where there's existing infrastructure or existing mines. The, the mine that you're seeing that we're standing in right now was actually built in the mid-90s. And Ascot has taken the advantage of utilizing that infrastructure and restarting it. Um, and we're trying to look at things in a different way where people shut things down in the past. Why is that important? It, because it lowers your capital costs and it reduces the amount of time that you need to get started up. And a lot of mines will start from brand new and there's nothing wrong with that. But Ascot's approach is to get mining, uh, to get making money as quickly as possible. As the premier gold development center of the early 20th century, Ascot knows what it takes to mine gold. With one of the richest historic operations in Western Canada, Ascot knows that there is a lot of high-grade gold left to be mined. Ascot is looking to the future, where a centralized mill will process gold from multiple deposits in northwestern British Columbia at low capital and operating costs. Ascot's vision over the next two years is to originally start over at the Premier Mine, where we have a lot of infrastructure, you know, the, the plant, uh, the power plant, etc., and get that mine going, and at the same time, uh, start to develop this mine um, so that we can put the, both the mines together to get to what I would call critical mass. So over the next two years, uh, the big things for Ascot are getting our permit amendments, making sure that we have the capital to start uh, refurbishing the mill, and getting the mine development both at Premier and, and at Red Mountain happening. And that will bring the company to a pretty good size. Um, at about 2,500 tons a day, we're producing close to 200,000 ounces a year. Mining is a cyclical business. Uh, mining towns are also a cyclical. When, uh, when prices are high, 
or when there's a discovery. Miners are, are transient by nature, so they will often travel to another part of the country or world to, uh, to ply their trade. But if there's a new discovery, in the case such as Bruce Jack or Eskay, miners will return to the area. Really, for the people of Stewart, they need an economic stimulus that's going to make both Stewart and Hyder, Alaska be a vibrant community. And mining is probably the best opportunity to do that. It's not that we wouldn't diversify skills in both of those towns, but the ability to have the economic stimulus to provide jobs, we would double the population. Uh, it means an awful lot to the town of Stewart and the town of Hyder, Alaska. To learn more, contact us today.